Yo, yo, it's your boy Dubby, and I'm back with stories to delight and entertain you, hopefully. This should be a fun, interesting one. You know these uh, challenges that go around the social medias where they challenge you to list things in no particular order with no explanation. Well, one of the popular ones was the concerts ones, your first concert, last concert, etc., etc., and I did participate in this one. It's the only one I ever participated in. Um, it was kind of fun. The rest of them are kind of, they seem a little jivey to me. But for this story, I figured I would go down my list and explain because the challenges tell you not to explain. And I thought it might be fun to maybe give a little anecdote about each of my responses. So here's the story, here it goes. The list goes like this, and I'm gonna go in order on the list the way it asks. So, first concert. My very first concert was Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart is my mother's favorite singer. I grew up listening to Rod Stewart every day. To this day, I still in fact love Rod Stewart. Uh, Rod Stewart played with the faces, Jeff Beck. Um, that's one of the most awesome eras of Rod Stewart. But this story here is about my first concert. So it was my first concert. I was six years old. I went with my mother and this dude that she was going to wind up marrying shortly after. Um, the concert was at Madison Square Garden, and I remember distinctly that was one of the that was one of the turning point nights in my life because I was like, "This is a concert. It's Madison Square Garden. This is fucking awesome." I guess this was in the era where you could buy a six-year-old kid like a concert ticket and just take him with you. But whatever, but it is like, it's fucking the era of, well, I'll explain. So we get to our seats, which are so-so eh, seats. Y'all know how Madison Square Garden seating is. Um, and like the stage is to the front, but a little to the left of us. You know what I'm saying? Like Rod Stewart's playing. It was fucking awesome. Um, now back at this time, one of the popular merch items that would be offered at like every concert were like do you do y'all remember those mirror um it would be it would say like ozzy on it and it would be a framed like a five by seven framed mirror or a or a or an eight by ten framed mirror with the band that you were seeing's logo um those things were fucking very popular back in the day and the situation i was in it was like my mom's boyfriend was here I'm in the middle. No, no, that wasn't the seating arrangement. Here's how it went. Um, it was like mom, the boyfriend on the other side of my mom to the right, me, and then another couple, okay? So I'm in between mom and this couple. And for the whole show, which I was just like enamored with the whole thing and really just wanted to watch the show what was going on, um, I guess my mom must have brought the weed and the, and the couple next to me had the coke. So for the whole show, like it was like joint getting passed in front of me to the left, Coke, the mirror, Rod Stewart, cocaine mirror, getting passed over me to the right. Um, and that's that went down all night. One other, one other uh, notable from that concert was there was a lady dancing in front of us. And I don't know how they did it. Somebody made a fireball somehow, something burning, and pegged this woman in the back in order to um, get her out of the way of the line of sight from so we could see the stage. Not we, we didn't throw a fireball, but I don't know, I guess it was that eggy cocaine that had people going. Last concert. 
The last concert I saw was Black Uhuru in New York City and Manhattan at the Sony Center, I believe it was, and it was for my birthday, um, which is in September, and it was kind of like a week show, um, and a lot of shit happened. I'll tell you a couple of anecdotes. So it was my birthday party. Me and the missus saddled up. We went to Manhattan, um, got a room in this like in Times Square area because the, the theater was like around the corner. And it was cool because I had an outdoor bar and restaurants and it was September and still beautiful weather here on the East Coast. And we could look out over the traffic, have drinks, eat. I invited my friend Gingermon. He brought his gal with him. So we had my birthday party sort of on this um, ledge overlooking Times Square, 40, 42nd Street, uh, busy traffic um, activity. It was super cool. Everyone had a few drinks, we got a little smashed up, and we parted ways to go get ready for the gig and agreed to meet up at the theater. Uh, friends got lost in Manhattan, the friends from Cleveland, because um, they were just over celebratory, you know, at the lunch before. We got to the gig. My main gripe about this gig was, it wasn't the original Black Uhuru as I assumed. I thought I was gonna be seeing Sly and Robbie with Michael Rose as Black Uhuru. But as a matter of fact, it had one original member from way back in the day who didn't do much singing at all. That cat just played kind of percussion and kind of danced around and had a young singer that nobody really had a connection with because he's not the voice on any of the hit records and stuff we love. Boom. That was my last concert. But it was my birthday and we had an awesome time. Best concert. The absolute best concert I've ever seen was David Bowie. Yes, I am lucky enough to have seen David Bowie. As I mentioned earlier in the story, my mom took me to my first concert, which was Rod Stewart. Subsequent to that, she took me to many other concerts, one of which was David Bowie, again at Madison Square Garden. It was an awesome time. I was still young, but I was getting hip enough into music to understand. I knew who David Bowie was. I loved his music. He had Peter Frampton on guitar with him. I've never really dug Peter Frampton too much, whatever, and even as a kid, I didn't really give a fuck about him too much, but side note on that, uh, he's from Humble Pie. I didn't know that at the time, and I love Humble Pie. Peter Frampton on guitar, David Bowie, and the show, the show, um, these just massive shows, like a fucking big stage production. Bowie was doing all that, but then singing all these amazing classic hits that he's delivered over the years. Rebel Rebel, I remember uh, distinctly, but best concert ever that I've ever seen, David Bowie, hands down. Done. Now, worst concert. Worst concert I've ever seen, Lou Reed. Let me explain. I'm a huge Velvet Underground fan, and I like a lot of Lou Reed solo shit. Of course, I like the... um. The albums you're supposed to like, like Transformer and stuff like that. I even like some of his like late 80s stuff, like where he was doing radio-y stuff. That stuff's kind of cool too. By that time, I was a little older and it was eh, kind of old people music to me, but Velvet Underground always loved him. So when me and the lady had a chance to see Lou Reed right here at home in Asbury Park at the Paramount Theater, I jumped at the chance. We go to see Lou Reed. Now, I come to find out, but my friend, who's one of the promoters for the show, that Lou Reed has a rider in his concert, that he's never to be asked to play Walk on the Wild Side or any of the shit that you'd want to hear. So we go into the concert and take our seats, and we're treated to, and I use treated in air quotes, we were bludgeoned with whatever this guy thought was cool off his new album, when it was like, dude, like, fucking play some Velvet Underground shit, man. And, like, he just fucking sucked 
for 45 minutes. And this is an artist that I really love and admire, one of my favorite recording artists. And I was just like, I turned to my dad, I'm like, babe, you ready? She looked at me, she's like, let's bail. And I actually walked out on Lou Reed and left early. Worst concert ever. Artists that you've seen the most in concert. This one for me is fucking very easy. It's the Grateful Dead. I used to actually go on the tours with the Dead. Not as an artist, but you know, like with the Deadheads. And I've never classified myself as like a Deadhead that much, whatever. By the time I was seeing them, they were old and like pretty much, no offense to the Deadheads, sucking. Because it's like... They weren't the fucking guys they were when they were 25 in 1971. Let's just put it like that. But I would travel with them, go out in the summers mostly. I would do the summer tours and I'd be out for two months at a time. And I probably did that for like three or four years of my life. And I've seen the band dozens and dozens of times. The next one was, what's your next concert? Well, that one's easy. I'm going to see Hall & Oates right here in New Jersey at what I still call the Garden State Arts Center. I'm an 80s kid. I'm stoked. Next up on the list was concert you'd had the most fun at. This one is easy. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm 19 years old. I pull up at Lollapalooza and park my VW convertible, Beetle, bam, I get out. And as soon as I park, I drop the hit of acid that we had brought. I do remember being interviewed by Eric Deggins from the Asbury Park Press. I would run into this guy at shows all the time. Um, we were, we were quite friendly, um, and he interviewed me to get the young person's perspective on the show. And I remember telling him, like, yeah, I think I'm going to drop out of Seton Hall, which I was there to be a journalist, and Eric was a journalist. I don't really remember the content of he, if he told me not to do that or what happened. But I don't remember the venue, but I do remember we had to park in a cornfield. It was somewhere in fuck all way northwest Jersey. But anyway, so it's like sundown's going I'm watching Dinosaur Jr. Those guys are really cool, great guitar player, super loud band. They were on like a side stage. And then of course, as the um, LSD started to take effect, things started to get a little blurry and I got a little daydreamy and I'm just kind of like the sun's going down. Everyone had plastic water bottles. Like everyone, everyone had plastic water bottles, whether they had like beer inside of it or what have you, right? These purple lights came on on the stage. I was, I was way back from the stage at this point because I just, you know, of course need a break from the crowd and want to chill out. And then all I hear is junk, 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 jugga junk. It's Alice in Chains. And I'm like, the minute they came on, Everyone starts throwing their plastic bottles up in the air and then catching them and throwing them and throwing them. So from the back where I was sitting, it was just a throng of plastic bottles like floating over the crowd for a good five minutes through the first song. And I was like, yo, this band... Now you gotta realize, in this era, a lot of these bands, their sound was horrible. It was a muddy sound, which like was kind of the thing. And I don't know, man, it just wasn't... But when this band came on, their riffs and their presentation and all that was just like crisp in the production and it just, bam, caught my attention immediately. And I walked down to the stage. No one bothered me. It wasn't like a general mission situation. And I stood right there and watched this band absolutely fucking destroy Lollapalooza for like an hour and a half. When that band was done, Primus came on. And I guess because the drugs had taken hold, the first song or two, they kind of had my attention. I had never heard of them. So they kind of had my attention. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then when I saw it, it was like, this guy has this trick way of playing that was being repeated through it, the next and the next song. I was like, this is, no, 
The next one is artists you wish you could see in concert. And for me, that's really easy and I have a runner up. So I'm cheating a little bit. Artist I wish I could see in concert, Jimi Hendrix. Um, just because Jimi Hendrix. Runner up, Bob Marley. It's fucking Bob Marley, you know? So there's two artists that are departed that I'll never have the chance to see. Um, I, that if I had the chance, I would see them. And the very last on the list was artist you regret not seeing in concert. Now this one I gotta throw out a second runners up. And the runner up might surprise some folks that know me from the ska punk days and all that. The artist I regret not seeing is John Lee Hooker. The reason I regret not seeing him, besides it being John Lee Hooker, fucking John Lee Hooker would tour relentlessly. He was like in his 80s and he'd fucking come through like New Jersey, New York, Asbury, Pennsylvania three, four times a year. Like literally, the guy was still dropping albums. And this is an artist from the 1940s. So I got complacent and took for granted, oh, there'll be, I'll get a chance to see John Lee Hooker, you know? And I never saw him and then he passed. Second on that list, runner-up, the Ramones. I know people are like, oh my God, you've never seen the Ramones? And the reason you're saying that is because they fucking never stopped touring, dude. They played like every other month. There's like so many chances to see the Ramones, and I'm just like, just being the Ramones, you took them for granted. Like, just, it's weird, you know? Just because they were, they were what they were, but... Um, never went to see him, always like, yeah, I'll wait till they come to the fast lane again, just, you know, Giuseppe will get me in free, I'll go to the side door, whatever, meet the band, whatever. Never went to fucking see him, boom, no more Ramones. So, that was my list, I did the challenge, and I cheated by telling you the backstory on each of those concerts. I hope you enjoyed it, it's your boy Dubby, I will catch you next time, love you guys. Yeah.